where kind of, it kind of looks like it's throwing up to be honest exactly <laughs> it, it looks, looks like the whale's just like <laughs> spills its guts right the path of least resistance almost. yeah versus a like if it exploded like an actual explosion it would go everywhere but it kind of just comes you wander our way over you know because this is wandering ways what's bigfoot possibility Clink, clink. Hey, hey, hey. How we doing? How we doing? Good. Fantastic. Good. Wonderful. Good, good. You know, my, good. My favorite opening, and I have the audio saved, everybody. Um, not to play for you guys. So don't, oh, sorry if I got too excited there. But Matt Buddy, in one of his interviews, I want to say it's the fourth time he's on, or the, yeah, I think it's the fourth or fifth time he's on, if he's been on five times. Hey, he comes on too much. Um, but he, he opens up, and he goes, you know, how you doing, Matt? Good, good, good. And then he goes, takes a deep breath, and goes, you know what, Mark? I'm doing well. <laughs> so my question, you were doing good, and then somewhere in four seconds you went from good to well but the well sounds better than the good well i mean if it's one if it's an intro then it's the year anniversary because that's the only time i've ever had a guest on at the beginning is it though yeah it's the only time we've ever most of the time our guests come in later yeah but you still say hey how's it going Oh, all the time, but oh yeah, to Matt. I mean, we say that to Matt all the time. Is Matt, buddy? How you doing? Has he caught on to that? Oh yeah, that's why he calls me Mark, buddy. That's why he calls you Mark, buddy, because he called Matt, buddy. But does he ask you how it's going in the same way? Oh yeah, like, he, he does. does. But like, it's different. Uh, same, same, different. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, I do get what you're saying, but but he totally does. He goes, Mark, buddy, how are we doing? Yeah, but like my 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 answer to that is is he just responding like because that's been what like Matt, buddy, how's it going? You know, like that's the that's the whole phrase, and that's how he's responding. Or is he just curious how our days are all the time? No, no, I think that's he's responding because that's just how we have always responded to him you know i don't know um, the jury's still out on that one i mean generally he, I, he does care <laughs> you know he's a normal person he cares <laughs> you know. no, i'm just kidding matt if you're listening which i know you're not but oh great guy love him love him we gotta have him back on or not let us know email us at wanderingwayspodcast at gmail.com you know, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G, W-A-Y-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. And let us know if you want us to talk to Matt Buddy or not. <laughs> yeah, no, let us know or anything else you want to let us know at the same website. <clears throat> uh, well, my favorite is when our, when our listeners will uh, still shoot us an email and tell us like, hey, you know, when... Which to Yellowstone Park, listen to your reviews. You know, it helped me decide and take my family and do the right things. You know, all those type of emails we get from you guys. Oh, we love it. You know, and if like, if you have something like one of our top fives, you know, it was a top five that happened 
eons ago, last year. We'll still read your top five, just so you know. Oh, 100%. (laughs) I love reading uh, people's, like, top fives. Um, Whether it's, you know, gear, whether it's parks, whether it's rivers, I don't care. I I enjoy enjoy our wish list. That's always a fun one. The wish lists are actually probably my favorite ones to read because I like seeing where people want to go. Um, Yeah, well, and then you add it to yours, right? And then your wish list becomes like, oh, God, there's 30 places we need to go, like, now. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. That's 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 why his I like hearing their top five parks and their wish list because then I just start adding to mine. <laughs> no, I totally get that, but uh, you know, what have you been? What have you, if you, I still, I know you had some time finally, you've been working like crazy, but you've had some time to get out. Did you have you been able to get outside at all? Um, yes, but not in like the usual, like outdoor exploring manner. Um, I have been getting out more, but I've been running. (laughs) I've been, I've been running a lot more, um, outside anyway. I have more time so I can go for longer runs, which has been nice. (laughs) Not, not biking? No, I, I have been biking a, a little bit. Um, not as as much it's been really cold and so uh it's easier to be warm while running than it is to be warm while biking Uh, so um i have biked because i i actually did like a triathlon the other week um did not do very well but you know i did it (laughs) that's all that matters in my book because like unless you're really good at it no one fucking cares so as long as you finished right no and it it was one i wasn't actually planning to want I didn't want to be or I wasn't planning to be competitive in it it was one of those things I wanted to do it to see where I was so I signed up for one to see where I would rank without much training um and so I got everything I needed out of it um that I did and I, I knew I wasn't gonna do good and I didn't do good so it was kind of as expected well, you know, that's the, it is what it is, but it's good to see that you're out having fun doing it, you know? Um, yeah. And if anybody wants to check out and hear the stories of the triathlon and the training, make sure to check out the unathletic trainer, uh, you know, un- the unathletic trainer.com. That's where you can hear all, well, not here. You can read all of the training journals, the uh, race recaps, the race previews, all that fun stuff anything I'm doing in the fitness world so well if they want to hear it here's here's my fix right copy and paste it drop it in a text to yourself when that text arrives make sure you're in your car make sure you have a car that that (laughs) is one of those like apple carplay where it'll read your text for you there you go yeah just put it into microsoft sam yeah there you go rather than reading it you know that's that's the yeah. easy fix easy no but uh i'm actually planning to get out uh here more soon uh probably probably more running outdoors um getting on those trails just enjoying the uh the views of it you know make sure yeah it's running so if you enjoy running you know it's and it's being outdoors i'll show our share pics of my runs and bikes on uh, the instagram so you know I have been outside uh, more than usual. That's not work-related, so it's been exciting, but 
still ramping it up more and more. The holidays, you end up spending time with family and my family, they like to do stuff outside, but they don't like to go deep, deep, deep into stuff like I do. They don't want to look for Bigfoot. They think he's going to be on the side of the road, but there's a lot of stories where he's just on the side of the road. There, there are. There are. <laughs> Actually, someone I, told me a Bigfoot story the other day, um, and I'm trying to remember it, um, and I wish I did. I really do wish I did. It was at Thanksgiving is when uh, it was brought up. Because oh, someone really? asked me, yeah, someone asked me if we're still looking for Bigfoot. And I said, yeah, of course. Every day. Yeah, that's what I said. Even <laughs> I when talked I about our it. interview with Mike, you know, so. No, and I know Squatch, great guys. They gave away a t-shirt on the Rougarou Instagram uh, to uh, Lucky Lady. Uh, she won my contest. I hit 2,000 likes and I can't think. Follows, not not likes, follows. I had I finally hit 2,000 followers on the Jeep, and it's blown up since then, and I just appreciate all you guys, if any of you Jeepers are listening, so I want to make that known, but it's been fun. It's been keeping me getting outdoors. You know, I was just hunting uh, last week out in uh, good old eastern Montana, where you wake up real early, you see a sunrise, and I kid you not, it's going to be one of the most beautiful sunrises you've ever seen in your life. Just, if you don't believe me, go to my Instagram, at the Rougarou, right there, there's the Jeep, there's the sunrise, no filter added. Um, it was, oh my god, dude, it was spectacular. Just the oh, way yeah, I'm sure. the golden sun builds on those clouds. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure. And, well, and you're out the thing I like about Eastern Montana is it's high desert. So you can see for like 80 miles, you know, and the sky, like if you, you're like, Oh, I call it big sky country, Montana. You know, I get a lot of people joke. No, this is why <laughs> you get out there. You're like, Holy shit. This is crazy. Um, yeah, it, is, I get it. it is interesting. Cause you hear big sky and <clears throat> like, even before I went out to Montana, I was like, I've been out in the middle of nowhere and like looked up at the stars, you know, but it is different in Montana. It's better. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It, I I love it because you can just see everything. You can see things coming. And, and I get that because I was talking to Thea about like her reasons for not liking Oregon. And part of those reasons were she feels claustrophobic because of the hills the windy roads, the overcast clouds, right? All that kind of just that trap feeling. And it makes sense. She's from Wolf Point where, fuck, you could see North Dakota from her house because it's so goddamn flat. <laughs> and, but I get it, though. I told, because the more and more, now that my parents live in Oregon, I go back and forth almost fucking weekly, it feels like. And the, the way the weather is and how it works and just seeing and this and it, I, I get that. I do get that feeling because I, I now look back at my times at Oregon State and I go, I wonder if I was like a little depressed at certain moments and times where it was increased due to the weather. Um, you know, like in those winter months when you're like kind of just like. The, the rain, a lot of people don't like the rain. That's, um, that's most people's complaints is uh, the rain. Yeah. It's, well, then it's a different rain because it's not like, like here in Montana when it rains, it, you know, it pours, 
for half hour, hour or two, right? Like that's a typical storm. And because they roll in, roll out, right? Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, you'll have those couple days where it's like, oh, it hangs around and it's very similar to Oregon. Um, but that's constant over there. I feel like, you know, you, you go out and they act like it doesn't rain here. Fuck, it's always coming out of the sky. You walk into the fog, that's technically water <laughs> moving up and down and all the fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> no, it, it it is, you know, I mean, shoot, we had one, we've had months, a whole month before where it's just nothing but rain the whole month. You know, I, I get it. You know, rain isn't for everyone. I love the rain, <laughs> you know? Well, I was, you know, I, I love it. I, I, but talking about rain, I'm going to go into snow here because back to hunting when we were hunting, I noticed something. I was paying attention to the clouds and maybe that's it too. Cause out in Eastern Montana, I can read the clouds. I can look at them and say that storm building up over there, you know, on the West and the mountains is the way those clouds are, you know, I can't like talk it to explain it, but I could visually show you like these clouds mean it's going to snow. Cause you can just kind of tell by the movement, the way they're moving, how quick they're moving. Um, but I took a picture of Petrolia Lake. And if you've ever been to Petrolia Lake with me, it is one of those lakes where I kid you not, it's always windy. Always. Like, Every time I'm there. And eastern Montana is known for some of its harsher winds. You know, you hear you coasties and, and you know, those people down in Florida complain, like, oh, the winds are going to hit 100 miles an hour today. Well, you know, that's just a normal day out in eastern Montana sometimes, or the Rocky Mountains, <laughs> as we call it. But uh, it's, it's, it's fine, because it was weird, because this lake was just flat, dead still. And I'm like, I've never in my life seen that. And you could see the clouds and they're wispy and the way they bent and curved, almost like they were coming off the mountains, but then coming back and forming more so as they come back to the mountains. And sure enough, it snowed that night. Um, not only that, but the deer, typically when hunting, the deer, the best times to shoot a deer are, you know, the golden hour in the morning and the golden hour at night because they're moving around. They're smart animals. They know they're not going to get shot at night. So that's why they move frequently. And they've become more nocturnal as animals as uh, people have conquered the land that they've once called home. Um, and these animals and deer, which was weird, we weren't seeing them moving around the same way at sunset we saw them moving around a couple hours before and we we're thinking like oh this is great they're already up moving there's going to be more we're going to get one uh well that's not the case and uh these these guys outsmarted us and we didn't see anything after that and they uh they headed out in the snow the next morning and i ended up driving to oregon on the first two hours of my drive was a sheet of ice so <laughs> it's snowing <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, snow's a different beast. Um, some people like snow more, some people like rain more, some people like the sun more. Um, if sure. you're in one camp or the other, I encourage you to find a place and live in a place where it has your ideal weather. Uh, we'll make your life a little bit easier. And I think, what, is it Colorado? That's why Denver is so popular. They get all four seasons. And some people <laughs> like that, too. Some people yeah. like that, too no i like i like the snow the thing about like the snow that i'm very grateful for is i've been able to uh 
I've been able to grow up in it. I've been able to learn to drive on it. I've been able to put a lot of miles on a car, you know, when I talk about driving on it on snow, which a lot of people don't have, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, I love that it scares people away. And I love, I love Yellowstone in the winter because all you tourists are at home because it's too cold to come up here and all the other entrances are closed except Gardner or West Yellowstone. <laughs> Yellowstone in the winter <clears throat> is a blast. Um, <clears throat> we have done a breakdown of it. If you've ever, if anyone is interested, you just got to go deep dive into the uh, episode 37. Is it actually episode 37? That's pretty impressive. You know that off the get go. Episode 35 is Glacier. Is that is that how it is? I'm yeah, actually uh, pretty impressed you know that off the top. I don't think it is, though. I'll bet you $100 right now on the podcast live. Well, there's there's the Yellowstone breakdown, but is there 37. winter Yellowstone? Oh, I don't know where winter... Winter Yellowstone's kind of deep, because that was like last December when I was there, January, February. I thought you were saying that. You said breakdown. You said breakdown, and I said... Oh, damn. yeah, yeah, no. I mean, we've talked about winter Yellowstone um, before. Yes. On the, you know, because I've been to Yellowstone in the winter. You've been to Yellowstone in the winter. Um, ironically, they're roughly around the same. I think winter Yellowstone, we talk about it in like the 20s, so... Check out Wandering Ways episode, I don't know, like 27, 28. Check out one of those. Um, 20 to 30. Yeah, somewhere in there we talk about winter Yellowstone. Um, Like it, review it. If that's not the one, like and review that one and then get on to the next episode, guys. Yeah, or not because we're going to talk a little bit about it today. (laughs) We are, and I'm excited because, you know, it's early December um, in some places, we've started to see snow, others not quite yet. It's Mother Nature, you know. Sometimes out here in Montana, it snows October and it doesn't go away till May. Um, other years, it snows in January, February and goes away and doesn't come back. And it's kind of interesting how the weather works like that in these places. But in the winter, I think you get to see these parks almost as close to what they truly are because not a lot of people are out in them in the in the winter and I think you see the wildlife more the way it is you get those moments where it can be you and just the delicate arch or it can be you and just horseshoe bend um because it's not peak tourist season you know peak tourist season is from uh Labor Day to Memorial Day right or Memorial Day to Labor Day the other way around yeah no uh I, I like exploring parks in the winter. Um, I like exploring places in the snow. I like exploring them uh, in those because it's different. It is the same, right? Because it's the same place you've been. But, you know, that tree that you've seen every time you go in the summer, it looks different. So it, the whole landscape is acting different. The noises are different. You hear different noises in the winter than you do in the summer, spring, or fall. Um, so I, I enjoy it. Uh, you know, the nice part about like a winter, especially like a, like Yellowstone or anywhere you really get a lot of snow, there's a silence to everything. And it's, it's like a true, true silence where 
you know, even if you get a day where there's no wind, where you don't hear the wind, right? It's just like deadbeat silence and you can hear the crunch of your footsteps, right? It, and that is a cool experience in itself. Oh yeah. I mean, if you don't believe us, one, one of the things like hunting, right, that I, that I can speak to for this is I've been able to hunt on a 70 degree day. I've been able to hunt on a negative 15 degree day in the same location, right? It's crazy how things change and exactly the noise, right? Even a gun going off on an 80 degree day, a lot louder mm-hmm. than one going off in the snow um, and just how everything happens and works. Uh, when it does get cold though, you got to be careful of things. You got to warm, you got to, you got to warm up. You got to keep warm. You got to make sure you're wearing your mittens and, and gloves though. Cause sometimes you get that bare skin on a piece of metal that bare skin is going to rip right off. So yeah. You got to be careful. You also got to, you also got to be smart. Um, and I think that's the issue with the winter and these parks too is safety because you get a lot of people that I want to go to Yellowstone. I want to see a fox hunt voles and mice in the snow. I want to see a bison use his head to push the snow and get down to the grass uh, below. But you don't necessarily know how to go about it or, you know, you've never been on the snow before uh, or the ice and, and you don't know how to handle it. Um, and that's fine. Take your time, go slow. Uh, and, and just don't, don't, don't think that you're the only one out there sometimes because you're not, but if you are in some places also know the way you got in, the way you got out, keep an, I always say, keep an eye on the clouds because they're going to tell you if it's going to rain or snow before it rains or snows. They're going to tell you if it's windy or not, because you can tell by the way they're moving in the air. Um, and if they're coming towards you, if they're dark, if they're light, all, all the above. Um, the, the one thing, though, that is hard to tell when it comes to some of these parks that I, I, I notice is a lot of them are in the mountains, and mountains build their own weather systems. So, you can be in a Yellowstone Park and it's a nice 60 degree snowy day. The roads are kind of clear, but within moments it can turn into a blizzard. Um, and, and it without warning on your phone, because these mountains can build those storms just, just like that. It's crazy. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you're really, really still worried about all of the logistics of stuff like that, um, but you still really want to see Yellowstone in the winter, go to West Yellowstone and they have a ton of tours, whether it's a bus tour or I guess it's more of a van tour in the winter or uh, snowmobile tours. Um, you know, you can get still get in the park with organized tours out of West Yellowstone. You can see a lot of cool stuff from bison to Old Faithful to um, the foxes to all that all that same fun and exciting things you would see um, on your own, but you can get take the worry out of it of you're not the one driving, um, you're not the one leading the way, right? Um, so if you are still, I highly encourage checking out West Yellowstone uh, in the winter to check out some of those tours. No, that's, that's perfect. That's great. And what sucks is you used to be able to take your own snowmobiles into the park, but it doesn't suck because it was like environmental friendly because the, the, just the shit that people would do, you know, now it's a little bit more managed. We can keep that area a little bit more beautiful because you guys fucked it up. <laughs> and like, that's the problem is we like to blame other people. Like I say, you guys, but really it's all of us. We fucked it up. We're the reasons these rules exist. 
Yep. And if you don't, if you don't look at it that way, you're part of the problem. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 But I'm curious, Mark, uh, you know, I, I look back, you know, we're getting into this, we're getting into some of the parks in the winter that we've been to, you know, Yellowstone for me, I've been up around Glacier in the winter. I haven't gone into Glacier in the winter because they pretty much close all the like good stuff off. Um, but again, you know, me and you were having this debate and I, I call it a debate, but it's not even that because uh, we're on the same side, I think, where we were talking about going to North Cascades Park because it's something we really want to do. And there's the, the Highlands, the Highwoods, the Enchantments, the Enchantments. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea what you're talking about. No, the, the, Highwood, <laughs> the, the Highwoods are a mountain range in Montana. No, uh, the Enchantments and how they are two different parks, but essentially the same park. You know, like the Beartooth Pass and Yellowstone Park aren't, to me, they're the same park because they, they're the same mountains. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're it's all part of the Cascade Mountains, right? But North Cascades is the park. Enchantments is actually closer to Leavenworth. Uh, okay. And then uh, Rainier, you know, that's a park and that's part of the Cascades as well. Um, you know, there's Mount St. Helens, Mount Adams. Um, yeah. Oh, that's all the Washington stuff. We haven't even talked about the Oregon. Um, stuff. No, I get that. I meant like more how like they're close in proximity, but you could almost argue that they're the same. They're the same larger ecosystem. Yeah, hundred. When, when you look at the Yellowstone ecosystem, you include Grand Tetons and surrounding areas. Um, and my thought with that is like I've been up to Glacier in the winter in that area, especially Highway Two. You know that one we took with Matt and Bobby and Tyler. Uh, up in that area in the winter with snow it's and it gets scary up there that's a that's a sketchy road because um, you are going over the continental divide and in the winter and that pass is pretty high up there um, but I do like the animals you get a little bit more of a fluffier goat <laughs> snow than you do in the summer that is true they are a wee bit fluffier um, they're trying to stay warm so <laughs> right but where where have you been in the winter uh, winter wise, you know, I haven't done a whole lot when it comes to, um, like the parks and stuff, you know, I've done the redwoods cause I lived down there for so long. So I would scoot on over to like a fern Canyon in the winter. Um, you know, I've done, I've done like with state parks, you know, I've done the like um silver falls that's in uh in oregon uh in the winter which that's a fun one you know it, i encourage people to go to those waterfalls in the winter because uh, there's a little bit more water so you can really kind of see the uh the power of uh these waterfalls um unless you're in the areas that have all the snow then sometimes they get a little icy and it's not as powerful of a waterfall but, but they're cool when they're frozen they're oh so they're super super cool <laughs> you know so don't knock it don't knock it <laughs> but like here in oregon when you get like you go to like a silver falls if you go in january in winter you know it's not as much snow but it's been raining for so long that like now those rivers just have so much water so all of the waterfalls there at silver falls are just powerful and you're just like you know these are some crazy waterfalls that's when i took jared actually was in last january when we went out there uh and we talk about it on here and i some of those videos are from here and 
Yeah, it makes sense now looking at those waterfalls and those videos. Because I, I was like, I thought I've been here. Yeah. And this be a little like, yeah, not as powerful, but like trickling kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's, they really move. Um, I've been fortunate enough to do it kind of twice in this winter-esque uh, months. Um, and I shoot, man, it's um, seeing the waterfalls when there's a lot of water is pretty impressive. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just like any, like even going to Yellow, like Yellowstone that time me, you, Kaz, and Theo went in May and uh, those that, you know, big falls of the Yellowstone River. Uh, that one, same thing where it was just, it's just a little bit more, a little bit more water. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. And then when you're checking out water stuff and there's a lot more water, <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, but, you know, there's things you need less water so you can cross like a creek or a river that, you know, you're not going to be able to do that in in a like January with some of these where you can in like July when the water's way down. You know, you can then you can go and explore different areas uh, yeah. because you can get to things better. Like the Narrows down in Zion, right? That's one that is totally dependent. You want it to be lower water where there's less chance of floods because you don't want to die. 100%. That is one you do not want to do when there's a chance of a flash flood. Because you'll see the signs of when there were floods. Actually, I think we've shown videos on here of some of the floods. Um, and it is, it is nuts. Um, water is powerful, if no, and if you guys don't know this. <laughs> well, you know, getting familiar with, with that drive, uh, the Oregon Gorge, right? 84 Portland to Umatilla, you know, right up and right there, man. If you really look at that water and think, like, there are how, and I've said this millions of times, there are how many people sucking water off that river, not only Portland and all that, but go all the way up to British Columbia, all those towns that are sucking water off it, Tri Cities, this, that, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. That's life. Um, but you look at like the levels of where that water used to be, right? It's just nuts to think like that nah, should be like 50 feet higher. It should be more to that bank, you know? Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. And that's gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons of water just in a foot, in a foot of water. And when we talk about our sea, sea levels rising by like 10 feet, we're like, oh, whatever. Do you know how much water, like 75% of the earth is water. So that's saying that 75% is going to grow by like 10 feet. Yeah, no, that it, it's nuts. And, you know, you'll see like, you take like a uh, Lake Shasta, you know, you see how low those water levels are and you can see where they used to be. And you're like, God damn. Well, not to get too far off topic as we wander this way, but I was watching this thing with my dad and we're starting to hit this like, hey, this is, a, this is an uncharted zone. We don't know what to fucking do. Everything we do is kind of first steps, right? Well, when they set up that Colorado River and they put all them dams on it, right? A lot of that water somehow finds its way into like California cities and towns and like yep. LA, San Diego, right? Somehow they get access to that water. Well, Phoenix all of a sudden has, what, 7 million people now? A lot of people. 
And and when they were doing this, they only had like a, maybe a hundred thousand. They set it up, if that even. They were just yeah. a desert town. But because we were able to figure out ways of damming up water and stopping, we've allowed a population to grow there, and it's causing issues for those further downstream. Hundred percent. And you're just like, oh God, what's going on? Yeah. You know what that means? Time for another commercial break where we get to tell you to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Whether you're getting that podcast on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, WhatsApp, whatever podcast app you use, you can make it happen. And don't forget, this is also the time to let, uh, let you guys know that you can pick up that Wandering Ways swag at the Teespring. Make sure to check it out. The link is in the bio down below or in the episode description. It's even in the show description, too, if you can't find it in the episode. But you can go on there. You can get your sweatshirts. You can get your uh, shirts. You can get long sleeves, short sleeves. You can even get some socks. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, highly recommend. You will be impressing everybody at your next bonfire with some Wandering Ways swag. You know, and if that's not enough, we're going to tell you to follow us individually on our social medias. You could check me out at the Ruguru or Zach of Wandering Ways. You know, check out the adventure firsthand where there might not be any ads. Exactly. And who doesn't like some good free pub? I need the followers to go up. So I'm going to throw out Reverend Marcus, check me out on the Twitter, on the Instagram. Um, I do some cool stuff, so please give me the follow, all right? We also do not cool stuff. Yeah, but anyways, uh, let's keep wandering on. Keeping with the uh, water theme, uh, it actually is kind of a perfect segue into some cool shit in nature. Uh, this Ooh. week's cool shit in nature is actually slightly water-themed. Um, mm -hmm. It is also kind of winter-themed, too, keeping along with everything here. Um, it's gonna, I'm going to show you guys what happens when heavy rain uh, hits this park in uh, Brazil. Um, it turns a regular old park into, like, the coolest underwater, like, trail out there okay i've seen videos from this place before i want to go i know right you know what i always think of when i see this is a really nice fish tank <laughs> you know when people really maintain and make a beautiful like fish tank this is exactly what i think of because it's very green but you know it's it's fresher water um, and it just, you would think there'd be just a ton of fish. Uh, there probably are, just we can't see it in this video. Uh, well, it, 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 that bridge is going over something, so that water must be kind of at that bridge level. But, I mean, it's probably as tall as the railing twice, uh, you know? Oh, there it is to the railing. Yeah. But in this first clip, it's like double the railing. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of water. A lot That's of water here. Um, it's kind of crazy to think like what enough rain can do. <laughs> right. It really is. And, and actually I was talking to my dad about rain and here in Montana, we don't get a lot. Like I, I want to say we get like two to three inches a year of oh, rain. Know. 
maybe and he's like that's what we got this weekend <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that's, that's really not a lot like no that's uh that could be a day in oregon <laughs> yeah and i was like oh shit and he was like telling me all this i could be off by the numbers but it was like a low it was a significant amount where he was like basically the rainfall we get one weekend is what you guys get in a year I was like, oh, uh, yeah i believe that too so uh i got i got another one for you um this one i thought was kind of cool uh you probably read it yeah <laughs> but no it's nuts so what it is for the people listening is we're watching this whale that's uh floating dead it's been dead for a while but you know how when things die they start to bloat yep and when there's not enough space pressure gets high enough on the inside of something it then goes to the outside obviously implosion <laughs> Uh, and this whale implodes. You see the Im uh, the implosion from it, and you see all, now it's all the guts and stuff. Look at those uh, intestines on the water. Those intestines just look like a bunch of fire hoses. Yeah, it really does. It looks like you know someone took a bunch of like uh, fishnet and they're kind of just sitting there, where you have like the top of the fishnet, and it's just like all the different buoys and stuff. Balled up, kind of. Yeah. That's kind of almost like they weren't expecting that too, the way they're filming it. Like, oh, look, a dead whale. And then, oh, this thing just blows up. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. I mean, you can see the lungs in there. Yeah. But it makes sense too, though. Like, like it's got to decompose somehow and it's got to serve its purpose, you know. Just like uh, in Planet Earth, when they show the one at the bottom, or, or is it Blue Planet? Uh, one uh, of the two. One of, one of, I, think it, I think they show them honestly in both, but... And it goes all the way to the bottom and how yep. it just is like a life source for everything. And yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. That's what, how, you know, we watch planet earth and blue planet and all like David Attenborough shows. Which one was that? Yeah. Well, it was part of that series. Was it, or was it the offshoot one? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's crazy. Uh, you know, I've always heard of about the whales exploding like that. Um, I've never seen it. And so when I saw that video, I was like, whoa, cool. <laughs> That is cool. No, that is really cool because it 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 does look like kind of just like a because it, it doesn't look like a bomb blew it up either. Where I know like, it kind of looks like it's throwing up. To be honest, exactly. It <laughs> looks, looks like the whale's just like <laughs> spills its guts. Right, the path of least resistance almost. Yeah, versus a like if it exploded like an actual explosion, it would go everywhere. But it kind of just comes out the one hole. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like it was like maybe closer to the mouth of where it was. Whereas, like when I think of a true explosion, it'd be like the stomach kind of going. Bleh. <laughs> but this one, it just looks like it's thrown up. But it probably, in a sense, is like an inversion of like that coming out the mouth. All that. Uh, yeah, it probably is. Um, you know, I think there's less. You know, blubber's pretty thick, um, so I think it's probably takes less pressure to come and have it come out the the mouth um rather than out like the side yeah plus there's like a hole yeah right there's already <laughs> already a hole made so <laughs> makes makes it a little bit easier <laughs> right. a little bit of air seeping through there yeah yeah um <clears throat> but yeah anyways you know keeping to like a winter-esque theme here oh, um, we've yeah. talked about some things we've done in the winter um, to close out today, we're going to talk about things we want to do 
in the winter. Um, I think specific. Oh, sorry. I think specifically kind of places, right? Like, you know, these, these, these hidden gems, I think you can kind of find in the off season, um, which typically the off season happens to be winter for a lot of people. Um, I also find that when you do go to the, some of these parks in the winter, even the Southern parks in the winter, they're not as staffed, even though like say a Grand Canyon is going to get, you know, visitors in December. Um, the people will hike down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon because the weather down there is fine uh, in the winter. Up top might be a different story because you're at a higher altitude, but there's, there's, there's some cool things in the off season that, you know, that's to me, you see the babies sometimes. If you, if yeah. you play your cards right, um, there's less people, so you really can have some of these places for, for yourself. Um, so that's why, like, I like to think of that. And personally, I think when people travel in the winter, they're traveling to see family, not necessarily go places. The go places travel to me seems like it's more summer for people, so just the less likely chance of running into people is always a plus in my book. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, that's a huge perk of traveling in the winter and going to these places in the winter because you're going to get a lot less people. People stay inside in the winter, uh, you know, and I get it. I totally, I'm not saying don't, I, you know, I'm not saying you're an idiot for staying inside. I understand. It's a lot cozier inside. Uh, it's not as wet, um, whether snow or rain. Um, <clears throat> it's harder to get to places too in the winter usually whether there's floods snows ice all that fun stuff so like i get why there are places that um have other places have less people doesn't mean they're not cool though um you know so the places like i want to go to you know i have on here uh places i've been um, but they're places i want to go in the winter because at one i've seen pictures of these places in the winter um, you know, I've seen pictures of like a Zion. I got a Zion on here um, and seeing the rocks in the snow, uh, seeing desert with snow, like that kind of Utah desert with snow is really cool because it doesn't, it doesn't lay like it does elsewhere with like trees and stuff. So it's very cool to see that. Well, and in my off season trip down we did a spring break trip in March, early March one year. Uh, so kind of late winter. And we went down to the south. We hit Grand Canyon, Zion, Bryce, Capitol Reef, and then we headed home. But Bryce Canyon still had snow. And it was a lot different. Trails were closed. Uh, the ranger station wasn't even really that open. Um, we just kind of rolled right into the park hung out, saw what we saw and left because there really wasn't much to do uh, there at that time because it was kind of in that weird transition where I bet there's a little bit more to do when there is more snow. But this was like, well, half of it's here and half of it's melting. So you don't want to go down that path because it's muddy and wet and you'll fall. Yeah. But I like, I, I totally get what you're saying because like, like before this episode when we were talking, like when I, I, I sent you a text last night saying, we need to figure out our plans for next year. And I low-key Zion was on my list for one of those, <laughs> like, in a, like small trips. Like, hey, maybe we can get away with that one in the winter. So just so you know, it's on my list too. Yeah, that <laughs> a, a Bryce Canyon would be a lot of fun to do. 
Um, <clears throat> I have talked about how I want to do Bryce more, Bryce in depth more. Um, I've been very vocal about that one. So I get that, especially Jeez. with the snow, with the snow, because the way like the red rock, the way snow sits on that is so unique. Oh, I know. I know, because I, even the way it sits on those, uh, what are those called, those pillar things? The pinnacles? Is it the pinnacle ones, the small ones with a bunch of them, or the needle ones? Yeah. The, low, the, needles, like is a, the needles is a district in Cashelworth. Canyonlands. Yeah. Well, I think there's pinnacles, too, that's like a district. Um, I don't know the actual terminology of the, the way the rocks are when they're the like... Thing the things that look like little stuff in a cave, but they're not in a cave and they're a lot bigger. Yeah. Rocks. They're just like little skinny towers. And they look amazing with snow on them. Oh, I bet. I bet. Message us that name because we're blanking and we're recording live. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I, you know, for me too, I'm, I'm curious to, you know, I'm always, I'm tired of the snow, especially come February. If it's a year where, we got our first snowstorm in November and we're just fucking dealing with snow. Come February, I'm like, get me somewhere warm. You know, I'm thinking Big Bend down in Texas. I'm thinking uh, Everglades in Florida. I'm also thinking that other park in Florida that I'm spaced, but you'll try Tortugas. Thank you. <laughs> and we could go to Hawaii because I bet you it's still going to be 80 degrees and nice, just like it was in June when we went. I agree with that one. The only issue with Hawaii is everyone thinks like you. They've been tired of the snow and the cold. So they're like, let's go to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. So we actually did the right thing there and went in that off season. Yeah. Yeah. When it's hot here, that's when you go because there's less people. <laughs> right. No, I, I liked it. I liked, uh, I liked that one. What other parks you got? What other winter parks? I mean, I want to do, I want to go to Grand Canyon. A lot of it's the desert, um, I think would be really cool to see. If we're not going desert, um, you know, I put probably the one of the most plausible ones for me to go and see, which is just Crater Lake up here. Um, I've seen enough pictures of Crater Lake in the winter and how the snow sits on that, that uh, going up and seeing that uh, that the lake with all of it and the island with all the snow would be really cool to see. So I have that one on here because of how plausible it is for me to see it. Well, then we should this year, just for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, the wanderers. Um, the one I want to go, when you talk pictures, you talk snow like that, just take a wild guess. It's over in your neck of the woods, kind of, sort of, not really. Or snow, uh, Yosemite, ish, but Sequoia. Oh yeah, 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 hundred <laughs> percent. I, I Sequoia would be amazing. I just mainly want to go to Sequoias. So right now, I'll take Sequoia any time of year, <laughs> except with fires. Uh, honestly, I'll take fires. I just <laughs> I don't think we can get in with. I, I don't think so either. But. <laughs> That I'll, would... I'll go risk it for fire. So there'll be less people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll be asked to leave. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I'll I'll go I'll go any time of the year. I really want to see 
old General Sherman. I want to see those absolute behemoths of a um, of a tree. Um, I just, I, and I've seen pictures of it in the snow, and it's pretty legit. Well, exactly. And like you were saying, crater lake photos, and I know exactly the photos you're speaking of because there's like the the iconic one, right? It's like old faithful in the snow right yeah that iconic photo you're like damn that's really pretty and cool crater lake has that but it's the it's the drive-through tree in sequoia when it's just snow yeah like, oh yeah <laughs> you know what would be cool about sequoia in the winter is so you have that silence that snow brings right that the big trees bring too yeah so you have that silence Plus, you're tiny. You're absolutely an ant amongst giants. So it would be such an odd experience. Um, it'd be a sen- your senses would be just thrown off huge, I think. And so I think that right there would be so unique in itself that it would be, you know, we talk in our reviews and stuff about the awe factor. I mean, I think that would be the awe factor about that park. <laughs> And for some people, it would be a gnaw <laughs> because <laughs> that's true. It would be because of the silence as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though, like, no, fuck, no, I don't want to. Bigfoot's out there. He's gonna get me in the quiet. Yeah. No. Haven't you? Haven't you seen scary movies? It's when it's silent is when you're attacked. <laughs> that's. No. But it's so silent you could hear him coming. But you don't though. I mean, I'm partially deaf, so I can't anyway, but you know. <laughs> I know you are. But um, but yeah, so I honestly I, I totally forgot about um Sequoia. Um because there's so many great parks. There there really is. There really is. You know, I I would even be down because I've seen like and this is kind of in my neck of the woods, right? You got like the badlands. That would be a good one, too. Especially with the, like, the way the snow, like, you get the grass that goes right to the bad land. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, the the big grasslands kind of just right up to that stuff. So that would be snow, I'm assuming, if the wind hasn't blown it all away. It gets windy over there. And then the, I mean, we kind of, I guess we saw that area in the snow when we, when you came over that one spring break you had. Uh, we went to the Black Hills in the snow and saw Mount Rushmore. Well, you didn't see Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. I did not see Mount Rushmore. <laughs> and yeah, I forgot we did those parks technically in the winter. You know, we went to Devil's yeah. Canyon in the winter. We did Mount Rushmore in the winter. We did Crazy Horse in the winter. Yeah. Um, some of the Black Hills, you know, we drove through the Black Hills in the winter, um, yeah. which that was really cool. Um, Sure wish we could have seen Mount Rushmore that day, but <laughs> you got background to it. <laughs> that is honestly one of my favorite pictures I have. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I can't see it. <laughs> right? But I'm definitely at the spot. <laughs> the best part is like the clouds because of where that how that mountain sits there. And like what's really shitty is if you look at pictures before uh that it was like a really cool rock formation mm-hmm. and it was like considered holy like a holy rock formation to the Sioux people because they believe they came from the Black Hills right like that's their origin story like we are from this land yeah and 
that rock to them is it's a whole different story but like it's like right where they started carving up is where those clouds begin on your yep. picture because you can still see the like rubble and shit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the way the clouds were, it was like perfect just to hide what Mount Rushmore is. <laughs> you can oh, see God. most everything else. <laughs> oh, it was funny. That was a good one. And you got to experience a Montana blizzard out there in eastern Montana driving. Oh, <laughs> we went to Sturgis. Uh, <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah, that was that was a fun little trip um it was an interesting trip yeah yeah there was there was a lot i don't know if we've ever talked about that one on here maybe we'll have to break that one down there are videos of the trip i'm pretty sure on the youtube um so make sure you check out the wandering ways youtube page uh you know, this is like pre no this would this would be like early days quartz lake production oh super uh, so if you guys want some OG stuff, the OGs know. You yeah, guys it's like there. it's like way, way early. You know, it's like when I was filming with the GoPro all the time. 2016. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I think that's the trip. Um that's like that we did it on a spring break, so it was like March. Um yeah. and I ended up doing a trip pre-going out there where we went and I did like the Mount Hood area. We did Smith Rock. We did um, something else in that area. And then we went all the way out um, and we fell asleep in the museum in Bozeman. Oh yeah, because that's where we met you because Matt was starting school, well, orientation or whatever he had to do. Yeah, he was going to go out to school out that way. Yep. And he, him and Josh both wanted to walk around that campus and... Yeah, what a trip down memory lane, everybody. Ah, reminisce. Yeah, uh, we can't reminisce too much because I got to be that guy. Um, I got to be that guy. Um, I know it's been uh, it's been kind of a ride. Uh, this one went a lot longer. Uh, we honestly didn't get to talk about as much as we really wanted to today. So maybe we'll do some more winter parks or winter-esque activities in the future. Um but, you know, I, again, I'm being that guy as we're getting into our final words. So final words, my man. Um, you know, guys, I just want to thank each and every one of you individually. So Tom, Janice, John. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go through the whole list. But I want to thank each and every one of our wanderers. Um, you guys, you know, well, yes and no. Like, I, I think we'd still do this if you didn't exist, but it makes it a lot better because you guys exist. Um, I know it's fun. I love, like, I get messages on Instagram all the time, uh, mainly from G people, but even every once in a while, we'll get, like, I had a lady, I forget who it was, just reached out to me yesterday, said, can you send me a link to your podcast? And I was like, oh, yes, I will. That was, like, the first one. I'm excited. <laughs> Um, not where'd you get that grill? Where'd you get your bumper? So, um, which it's posted and tagged in many photos. Um, but I love it. I love you guys. And, you know, find your parks in the winter. Uh, we've talked about this here before where it's just like finding out where and what you want to do. Um, personally for me in the snow, I like seeing the wildlife. Um, 
specifically because you you almost do get them in more of a natural state in these places where there aren't a lot of people so the animal's going to be more animal than more like hey there's people over there so i'm not i'm not going to hunt the same field today but now i can hunt this field or whatever that may be you know um kind of gave me some ideas i think i want to go over to the black hills uh this winter maybe even teddy roosevelt national park up there in north dakota which i'm surprised you and i haven't gone to with its proximity to us as well but we'll figure it out one of these days or not we'll let you know um that's what this podcast here is for you guys can come check it out and tune in next week when uh, we talk some more whatever about nature as we wander on all right your turn reverend yeah yeah uh reverend's final words of wisdom today uh stay beautiful everybody cannot tell you how much i appreciate you enough you guys are truly amazing uh make sure you go out and wander to all these different places or check out um all these different things um i gave a shameless plug earlier i'm going to shameless plug it again the unathletictrainer.com check it out um you know it's it's more uh it's the more health fitness side of stuff that i do um it's honestly if you took my personal notebook of things i write down in there and put it onto uh, a blog type format that's what it is um you know that's actually 100 really what it is it's my notebooks that i write in daily um, whether it's thoughts, whether it's nerd outs, whether it's whatever. And I put it out there to share with people because I think it's interesting and other people find it interesting as well. So please check it out, theunathletictrainer.com. Um, you know, that being said, everybody, peace out. Bye.